Hey, this is Kat Kahn from Knoxville, Tennessee. And Tanya Rice from Minneapolis, Minnesota. We are grateful you've joined us. And we cannot wait to share with you the musings of a couple of yogis. We hope you learn, laugh, and enjoy. And we hope you will share with us any of your comments or questions. Without further ado, this is Two Pittas on a Pod. <laughs> All right. So, hey, Kat. Hey, Tanya. How are you? I'm good. I'm very, very good. It's been a fabulous day. We had all kinds of storms this morning, and now it's gorgeous. Not a cloud in the sky. It's stupid. I love it was that. just stupid. Yep. We actually, I think, we're under some thunderstorm and tornado watches, which is a little early for us, but not impossible. But we still have snow in the forecast, like early next week. So that's kind of silly. Thunderstorms, wow. snow, what, whatever. <laughs> whatever. You know. When I was driving to the studio last week for our uh, Spring into Wellness workshop, it had snowed the day before. All the mountains driving into the studio were covered with snow. And in April, it doesn't ever snow in April in Tennessee, ever. That's crazy. Yeah, it was really stupid. That's crazy. So what are we talking about today? Oh, you're going to make me say it. You know, this is the (laughs) Niyama that I can't say because I'm a spaz. We're talking about Shvadyaya. You did it! (laughs) I was like, yep, that was just... Just mean, Tanya. <laughs> no, it was perfect. We can well, we can say it however we want today. So we'll say Sivad yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like we can do whatever we want. It's our podcast. Yes, we can. <laughs> we might get a few people going, hey girls. <laughs> Take her down a notch. Yeah. We always but... do this when we record doubles. We're just a little bit more punchy when we do the second one than we were when we did the first one. Yeah. Because yep. I don't think our podcast listeners realize like how much you and I sit in the background and do all kinds of BSing. And then we're like, we need to focus. So stop talking <laughs> so we can actually turn on the record. Because like even just before this podcast, I was talking a lot of smack. And I was like, oh, shit, you haven't pushed record yet. <laughs> <laughs> Which thankfully you hadn't because yeah. there was a lot of talk going on. <laughs> well, I have to say we need to really and truly just record one day and not even have a topic and just let people hear how we really talk because I think that would be so fascinating for people to be like the problem is is I know that you and I the minute we knew the record was on we would change our tune just a little bit so we would need somebody to secretly do it oh that could also be bad though (laughs) (laughs) well I mean you want the honest cold-hearted I know so anyway so today we're talking about Svadhyaya which is self-study so I'm pretty excited about that. I, I think that that is such an important niyama, you know, and the yamas and niyamas, we've done a whole series on those. So remembering that the niyamas is one of those, how we treat ourselves yeah. and the ways and it- that we can better ourselves. Yes. And Svadhyaya, specifically from the standpoint of doing the hard work Mm -hmm. that says I'm willing to take a look at myself and I'm willing to work on the things that I know are not good or the things that I know could be improved and or also cleaning up our thought process, cleaning up the language that comes out of our mouth. There is so many aspects to Svadhyaya. Mm -hmm. It's kind of hard to say, well, where do we begin, right? Yeah. 
And on a base level, we could say we begin with ourselves from that that base food in, food out, like mm -hmm. the energy that we put in our body, right? Specifically mm -hmm. to what goes in our eyes, mm -hmm. what we smell, what goes in our mouth on that most base level, right? Yeah. And we all know we could probably clean up our diet a little bit. We could all probably clean up what we are watching or what, like we talked about social media, what we get sucked into on social media. We mm -hmm. could all probably clean up, you know, a lot of things that are going in our body. Mm -hmm. Well, and we don't take time to study ourselves and learn about ourselves. We, most all of us are experts in something. I mean, what, whatever you're, whatever you do for your job, it's taken years for you to learn how to do that job. It's taken years of study in school or on the job training or whatever it is that you do. So you spend a lot of time learning your job, but we don't spend a lot of time learning ourselves. And we really need to become a person of knowledge in about ourselves as well and become an expert in ourselves, an expert in you. Yeah. And a big mm -hmm. piece of that self-study is also when you talk about building that education, you think about, just like you said, how much work you do in learning your job or your profession, but also how much that information changes over time. Mm -hmm. You can't operate the same way today that you did 20 years ago because life mm -hmm. is different. The information coming in mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. different. The way you handle it is different. So, so also is self-study. You can't possibly live your life as a 50-year-old the same way you lived it as a 20-year-old. Right. It's not possible. So that game of self-study is never done. Mm -hmm. One can never get up in the morning and say, you know what? I've done all the self-study I need to do. <laughs> I have arrived and there's nothing more for me to learn about myself. Not mm -hmm. true. Yeah. Not true because oh. every situation is also going to put you into a different place. Mm -hmm. So maybe today, tomorrow, this week, you're just flying through flying colors. Like everything is just moving. Everything is grooving. Everything feels great. And then next Tuesday, bam, you mm -hmm. lose your job. Someone in your family passes away. You lose a friendship. Something is going to alter your course mm -hmm. and it's going to throw you clean off. And unfortunately, human nature sends you right back into bad behavior. Right. It does. Mm -hmm. You yeah. can't stop well, that. Well, I mean, just having the surgery on my hand, that totally derailed me. It changed the way I teach. It changed the way I do everything. Yep. You know, so it, and it doesn't, it doesn't have to be something horrible, but just little things that happen in our worlds change how we do things. And so we have to get into a practice of getting to know ourselves. And by looking at ourselves, as far as our states of mind, our habits and our strengths and our weaknesses, even looking at our blind spots, we kind of begin to see more of ourself by checking out all of these little pieces. You know, I, I mentioned that I did a workshop last weekend and we talked about the yamas and the niyamas as it pertains to our wellness journey, in particular, our nutrition. And looking at svadhyaya, when you step back and you just focus on your breath and you really look at yourself and you take some time to understand how, why you crave certain foods, why you make certain choices, the reactions you have to everything in your world. These are some steps. If you sit back and look at them as you can find ways to overcome challenges and obstacles that are in your path. When we do spend some time studying ourselves, we can help make more positive changes in our lives by understanding 
our motivations for a lot of things. And I feel like as we start to approach the things that are occurring in our life and we start to spend time investigating ourselves in that root response, like, why do I behave that way? Mm -hmm. Why do I handle this that way? Why do I take that trigger and turn it into that behavior? Mm -hmm. When we start to do that really true internal process, mm -hmm. we start to see so much fantastic forward movement that sometimes we get into this place of this can't all be good stuff happening to me. Like, how could I be this lucky? But when you start to actually do the investigation and start to clean up that stuff, you start to see through a clearer lens. Mm -hmm. So now, you're not looking at yourself with this clouded smudgy lens of oh hi misjudgment like that's what uh -huh. that. like here's my judgment lens but instead we're looking through a clearer lens and we're seeing more purely as well the mm -hmm. more we clean up inside so right. then we see ourselves and we're like oh hey not half bad today nice job yeah. as opposed to <laughs> gosh you're such a dump today mm -hmm. you know like we get to change that language because mm -hmm. we're seeing it differently well and you can also you know I did not throw journaling in our last podcast, but you can also, you can also journal about the things that you learn about yourself. So when you question something about yourself or when you praise something about yourself, journal about it. I mean, you know, I, this morning I, I've made a commitment that I'm going to do some weight training for lower body Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. I'm going to do abs on Monday, when, abs and some other stuff, upper body on Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And so today, I this week I've done that and I have been so proud of myself and so getting into why am I proud of myself for doing that I mean, I've worked out my whole entire life why is this something that's a new praise for me but to sit down and journal about that and go delve into that a little bit as to why why did I want to do this you know because we do have ebbs and flows in our lives we have times when like I'm reading junk books for fun on my audible I'm only listening to trashy junk stuff that has no literary value, but on my Kindle, I'm reading more literary books on the hard book, hard, you know, books I can hold in my hands. Those are more self-helpy type books. And it's interesting to me why I like all of them. And so just learning that about yourself. So kind of look around at yourself and think about the choices you make in your lives, be it food or books or music or whatever, and kind of delve into it and kind of do a little self-study on little things like that. Yeah. And you bring up journaling because it's an important key, but mm -hmm. I also think that it falls right in line with, and this is why we paired it right after meditation, because meditation is oftentimes where we illuminate some of the stuff, like, right? Mm -hmm. It's where we start to see, oh, this is what's happening. Oh, I, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like some of that stuff shows up in our That little light bulb. <laughs> yeah, the little, yeah, those little light bulb moments. Those, yeah. those moments of clarity mm -hmm. where we are like, oh, okay, I totally now understand where that was coming from. I don't know why I hadn't thought of it sooner. But then, you know, as we move, into this place of, okay, this is fair recognition. I understand that that's what I do. And now as a conscious effort, mm -hmm. I'm going to try and make a change. And like you say, a small goal, maybe it's Monday, Wednesday, Friday doing, you know, some leg squats or whatever mm -hmm. it is that yeah. we're, what we're choosing to help us. And a lot of times, and I feel like this is important to bring up is changing from the mentality of taking away something. Oh, well, I can't do that anymore because it's bad behavior. Mm -hmm. Like, right. But instead of taking it from a mentality,
mentality of I'm not taking this away from you, but instead I'd rather replace it mm-hmm. with this better behavior. Mm-hmm. Right. So when the thought comes up of, oh my gosh, uh, you know, whatever it is, I just want to dive into that bag of potato chips. Mm-hmm. Then instead you're like, hey, instead of diving into that bag of potato chips, let's first have an orange first. Mm-hmm. And if we don't feel satisfied, then we can take out five potato chips. Mm-hmm. But five, not the mm-hmm. whole bag, right? Yeah. So, but but giving it in stages, just like we were talking about with meditation, this isn't going to happen overnight. You're not going to wake up the perfect you tomorrow, but you can do it a little bit at a time. Like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm going to try and make this one change and I'm going to start it for seven days, 10 days, mm-hmm. 21 days. Then maybe if I feel like that one's settled in, I can try one more change, mm-hmm. right? And we can start to make this progression mm-hmm. that's reasonable. It goes back to your smart goals, like, right? It's it's relevant. It's going to work for me. Mm-hmm. It's not so crazy that I'm going to try it for one day and I'm going to fail. And then I'm going to go back to you're a shitty person. Like, mm-hmm. right? That's not helping my self-study in any way, shape or form. So it's got to be attainable and it's got to be reasonable. Mm-hmm. Well, and when we get into self-study, we're really trying to look at our core being, look at who we are deep down inside when we peel back all the layers of the onion and we see, I mean, because we're all so friggin' amazing. There's no one else in this world like either one of us, like anyone out here. Yeah. And so when we get rid of the judgment, when we get rid of the the nag that sits on our shoulders and we really learn about ourselves, that can help us evolve to levels that we couldn't even imagine yeah. when we recognize our uniqueness. And you know, yeah. and one way that we can do that is to read inspiring texts or read ancient text, we can find that higher source of wisdom that can enlighten us and help us to learn more about ourselves by reading books like that. I have that written in my notes. That I, <laughs> I literally, you just, you just stole from my notes. No. But, <laughs> but I had it written down that, you know, we can use the sutras, we can use, mm-hmm. the, you know, beautiful sacred texts that have been handed to us in our yoga practice and in our yoga studies. We can use the lovely texts that we've been handed for meditation or for positive psychology or great historic writers like Gandhi or Buddha or like I have the book, The Autobiography of a Yogi, some really great ancient yogis who shared their study and their journey so that each of us can realize their lives weren't always perfect. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they came out of some really crappy situations and they still rose above it. Mm -hmm. So remind yourself that even though last year, 2020, 1969, whatever year it was that was all for you, and maybe there's more than one, that that doesn't have to be the end all definition of who you are, Right. that there are ways for you to open up the book, reread that chapter of your life and find something fascinating Mm -hmm. in your own story, Mm -hmm. and then maybe change the chapter Mm -hmm. so that you're coming out of it with growth. Right. That's the you whole know, purpose. And if ancient, I mean, because I enjoy, re, I mean, I, you're really into ancient text and I like more modern texts. Like I mentioned 
mentioned on the last podcast, Big, Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert, that will help you delve into who you are. Brene Brown, Atlas of the Heart, The Gifts of Imperfections. She's got one called Dare. There's so many modern books, so you don't have to feel like, well, okay, I've been trying to read the Yoga Sutras of Patanjali, but I can't get into that. Find something else that you can get into. There's, again, no rights or wrongs that help you to learn about yourself. What'd you just find? I see you I, getting all excited. Well, and I, <laughs> I haven't read it yet, but it keeps like speaking to me. It's like, when are you going to read me, Tanya? But the book I bought was Lean In. Lean In by Cheryl, Cheryl Sandberg. Yeah, Sandberg. I've got that book and I've been trying to read it by the process of osmosis for a while and it's not working. Okay. So maybe well, we'll it. read it together. You and I, we're, this is, <laughs> we're going to start a book club tonight. Yeah. We're going to uh-huh. start it and we're going to just read a little bit at a time mm-hmm. and we're going to check in with each other. I feel like that's a good assignment for us. I think that is a good assignment. I feel like we both have been gravitating to it. So there's something in there that needs to speak mm-hmm. to us. Now I got to decide if it's in my bookshelf up here or over there or downstairs or in my closet. I know. I have, <laughs> I have piles. I'm like, well, I have this pile that's my, I want to get to it. I have this pile that's I need to get to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But how many books can we read at one time? Obviously you and I can read a whole lot at one time. I've got four going right now. I do. And people I keep, keep giving me books. My brother-in-law just gave me a book called Life Force. So what does that tell me about myself that I personally allow myself to read this many books? I think it means that I'm interested in a lot of topics, but if I really sat down and thought about it, I could... I could learn all kinds of stuff about myself. Well, you know, I also had this conversation the other day, and this is perfect for the Svadhyaya and the Yoga Sutras, mm-hmm. was one of the parts of the Patanjali's Yoga Sutras. And I don't know if you remember this part in the book, but he talks about finding a hole and digging, but digging all the way in the hole, as opposed to finding several holes and digging lots of holes. Like yeah. you're never going to be able to dig deep if you mm-hmm. dig in a thousand holes or instead dig a thousand times in one hole. And Mm -hmm. I think that that's relevant because I do too. I love that. We get into this place of self-study and we're like, oh, I need to do this. I need to do yoga every day. I need to meditate every day. I need to journal every day. I need to be Ayurvedic every day. I need to do this every day. And all of a sudden (laughs) we don't have any time for our life and we're feeling like failures because we can't do all the things. We can't. We want to, but we can't. Yeah. And I convince myself all the time that I can do it. And I'm always, then I set myself up for failure. (laughs) I was, um, before we started recording this, um, you know, I have referenced the language of yin by Gabrielle Harris several times. And she has a part of her book that goes into all, all the yamas and the niyamas. And she also has a practice for Svadhyaya. And she reminds us that the way that we practice yoga is the way that we practice life. And so as if our mat was a Petri dish of the world, watch for illumination and learnings about your true self as you move through a series of forward folds. And she says that forward folding is a physical metaphor for looking inside. With our head deeply bowed, we ask ourselves, how am I today? And I just loved that because, you know, when we do bow our head into a standing or a seated forward fold, we do take that time to check in with ourselves. And so for a yin practice to spend some time in all various forms of forward folding is a way that you could do that as a teacher to go in 
into finding more about yourself, you know, asking yourself those, mm -hmm, asking that. And each day, if you do that kind of a practice, if you decide, you know, I'm going to work on forward folding every day, you know, and meditate and find out more about who I am. Every single day, you can ask a question about yourself. You're going to have a different answer every day. Just like, you know, you were mentioning earlier that, you know, we have all these seasons in our lives where we ebb and flow and where we change. So, and that can be literally day to day, depending on what's going on in our lives. And so by gently prompting ourselves with that kind of a question, how am I today? We can gain insight. And I'm literally reading this from her book right now, just so you know, in case anyone's like, wow, Kathleen is so insightful today. <laughs> no, I'm literally reading this because I love this part. But by gently prompting ourselves with this question, we may gain insight into our true state. We could be agitated or at ease or bored or excited or angry or fearful or intolerant or at peace. And all of those thoughts and states are a chance to practice Vajaya and to look behind those feelings and emotions. Yeah, that's, I mean, it's fantastic when you can apply it on the yoga mat in general, mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, Svadhyaya as a science is, it's a big project, right? It's mm -hmm. like literally saying, okay, I'm going to go through all your psyche and try and fix all your things. But when you place it on the four corners of your mat yeah. and you take it from a place of gentle self-study, just like we take our practice as a form of gentle release, physical release. If we take each of those postures and try and find calm within it, and when we don't find that calm, we give ourselves that moment like, what is it? What is it in this posture? Am I in my hip? Where is it that I've got the discomfort? Where is it that I've stuck the craft, mm -hmm. right? And exactly. we give ourselves that gentle place of, okay, I'm going to look at it from a standpoint of, and I talk about this in Reiki, like we're going to just use a little spoon and we're going <laughs> to dig in there a little bit. We're going to find out what's in there, like, right? It's like using a little pipe cleaner in your mm -hmm. coffee pot, right? To figure out what, what all is, what all is in that coffee pot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Get, get a gentle, get, get a gentle soft pipe cleaner some days if you're having a hard time. Don't get one of those with those hard bristles. Don't do it. Just, just let's see what's mm -hmm. happening in there. Right. And just mm -hmm. see what's stuck. Mm -hmm. And again, like everything we talked about when it comes to meditation and everything that we talked about when it comes to journaling, it is not perfection. It is practice. Mm -hmm. Self-study is just the same. We're asking ourselves to meet ourselves on the mat. Mm -hmm. We're asking ourselves to show up, to take a little minute to be honest with ourselves about what's going on, mm -hmm. and to make a concerted effort to replace maybe some of the negative with mm -hmm. something new and positive, maybe something exciting and something light, something mm -hmm. airy and positive. Maybe you need kindness some days. You know, there's we all need something different each day that will help us be the best us that we can give to the world. You know, there is a parable in one of my little books about how an orange tree, the best things it can give the world are the fruit that it produces, the blossoms and the beautiful leaves and the fragrant fruit, the fruit that you can eat. The best thing that we can give to the world are the best things of ourselves. And how are we going to know what that is if we don't spend some time in self-study? Mm, I love that. Dun, 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 dun. Cat slays it in the end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Well, there is a roomy quote. This being is a guest house. Each morning, a new arrival. And that's oh, a roomy quote. I love that. 
I do too. We are. If we give ourselves recognition, like you go back to that importance of how unique we all are mm-hmm. and, and go back on a very base level to our birth and us having purpose or dharma in life. Mm-hmm. Like we are very special people. Yeah. We maybe go through some crappy times or we mm-hmm. do some crappy things, but at the most you base. Know, unique, mm-hmm. yeah, at the foundation in our core, we're, we're good people. Mm-hmm. We just have to get back to that sometimes because sometimes mm-hmm. we lose it in all of the stress and anxiety of everything that's going on in life. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. So one of the books I want to reference, and I know I've referenced this be- before, mm-hmm. is by Goswami Kriyananda, The Spiritual Science of Kriya Yoga. And the other book I wanted to reference is Positive Psychology. And mm-hmm. it is by Bridget Greenville Clave. Cleave. Well, I'll reference the book that I referenced the last time also. It's by Deborah Adele, The Yamas and Niyamas. It is such an incredible book. And as a teacher, you can easily take this and spend a whole month going over one at a time, almost take up a whole year. There's also one by Sarah Adams called Being Human. That's a lovely book as well. And then Yoga and uh, Yogas, Yamas and Niyamas, 10 Principles for Peace and Purpose by Courtney Cyberling. And that one I don't have, but I have, we had, we had it in the studio for a while that someone just left and it was a lovely book. Nice. Mm -hmm. Okay. So two quick announcements to our listeners. Mm -hmm. One, Kat and Tanya are super excited. They're about to interview several positive guests Mm -hmm. for some future podcast interviews. So we're really excited about that. And two, Kat and I have just given each other an assignment to read the book Lean In and maybe (laughs) one of our episodes is going to be a book report or a book talk on Lean In. That would be fabulous. Love, love, love it. I do too. Perfect. I'm Kat Kahn. And I'm Tanya Rice. And this is Two Pittas on a Pod signing off. Thank you for listening to Two Pittas on a Pod. We're grateful you joined us. Join us again for more musings of a couple of yogis. We hope you learned, laughed, and enjoyed this podcast. And we hope you will share your comments or questions. Email us at twopittasonapod at gmail.com. And like us on Facebook and Instagram at Two Pittas on a Pod.